Welcome to the Declutter Empress Radio Podcast, a podcast to help you create a functional space wherever you roam. I am your host, Daria, and today we will discuss how to make your home your oasis. Hello, Declutter Empress Radio listeners. How we doing out there? I hope you're feeling terrific this morning, noon, or whatever time you're listening to this episode. I'm actually up bright and early recording this today because it's almost the beginning of a new quarter and I want to get some things in order so I can start fresh and you're probably doing the same and that is what we're going to talk about today. Three things to do today to help for the fall season or quarter. This is the time of year when most organizations are wrapping up their fiscal quarters and seeing what worked and what didn't. They're evaluating and reviewing their goals that they have achieved and what still needs to get done. Those items or goals that haven't been done or realistically don't look like they're gonna be accomplished this year will probably get pushed into the next quarter or put down somewhere in one of uh, next year's quarterly goals. This is also the time of year to ramp up resources before the wind down time comes. Winter, because you know it's right around the corner. It won't be long. Holidays, everything starts to move really fast. It'll be time to get these things off the, mark them off the list now. But it's time to perform some maintenance before we head into winter. We got to like winterize ourselves. Like when you winterize your home. So what kind of maintenance can you begin now to plow through this last quarter of 2022? We're not talking about grinding and hustling all day and night, wearing yourself down. But what I am talking about is honing in on or hunkering down on those items that are truly important and should be a priority. For instance, is there something we've been putting off on this year that really needs to get done. It could be anything like searching out new insurance or cell phone service to cut down costs, taking that money management class or registering for a new class to add value to gain a new skill and add to your portfolio. You could be searching for a new job. Have you updated your profile, updated your resume? Let others know that you're looking. What steps have you not taken so far to get a jump start on the quarter ahead, which is in a few days? This isn't the time to rest on our laurels. I totally understand the need to be because this is definitely the time of year when my body tells me to slow down. And I am a stern advocate for rest, naps, and meditation. And please do not let this get you down if you haven't accomplish all that you wanted to do this year. Keep on going. It's simply the fear that's keeping you awake at night and wearing you out of the day to the point where you're not making any moves at all. Listen, you're not alone. Help is on the way today. We're going to work this out together. The other day, I hopped in my car and all of a sudden, Olang Zine is belting from my stereo. I actually had this song on rotation since the beginning of September because I just felt a sense of renewal. And I know it sounds strange. Like, Daria, why are you listening to Auld Lang Syme? Fall 
Thanksgiving, Christmas isn't even here yet. So what are you doing? Well, it felt to me earlier this month, I felt a sense of renewal. It was a reminder for me to review and take inventory of what I needed to maintain my sanity and to see what I had accomplished and what I still have down in my planner to do. So I was doing this as I was wrapping up the books on the third quarter of September and I checked myself physically and mentally for what still needs to happen. So the question that popped into my head was, what really needs to get done starting October 1st? Now is the time to refocus and get back on track. And in order to do this, we got to perform some fall maintenance, which means cleaning up and winterizing ourselves like we do our homes so that we could keep safe and prevent any damage or prevent anything from falling through the cracks. We do what is in our control to do so that when the winter comes, we're ready to keep moving and we do this through preparation. But before we get into preparation, let's get into a few things that hold us back from even taking steps towards our goals or even reviewing what we've accomplished so far and what still needs to get done and may have to be deferred to the next year. We're gonna talk about three fears. The first fear is the fear of rejection. We all have experienced this fear in some form or another. However, we don't have to get into it. Fear of rejection comes in many forms. Fear of getting rejected from a romantic partner or a friend. It can come from being rejected from that job you applied for or that project that you failed to acquire. No matter the source of rejection, you can pause and feel the fear so you can untether yourself from it to check if there is something to be learned. At the end of the day, we all want validation and this isn't a bad thing. Other than that, the feeling will pass. So just let it. I know lots of times we think that it's the other person, but really it isn't. It's how we react to the rejection that matters. We really don't know how that other person is feeling or what the circumstances are on the other side unless we ask. For example, if you get rejected from a job offer, especially after having countless interviews, could it be that they hired someone from the inside or they no longer had the budget for the position? Someone who you thought was a friend, whether it be romantic or non-romantic, may have consistently turned your invitation down to hang out and your feelings are hurt. And your feelings are hurt. Perhaps they're going through something or perhaps not, but it's not up to us to assume. The only thing we can do is check our ego because we're allowing ourselves to feel upset and offended towards another person. You may also be putting off what seems like a far-fetched dream of pursuing a new career, but because the thought of becoming rejected hurts, you put it off. No one wants to feel rejected. However, we don't want to allow that fear to cause us to not experience a full life, meaning we don't want to look back with regret of merely wishing we would have taken a step or taken a chance to cross that mountain of uncertainty. Rejection is a reality that we all have to deal with. Currently, I'm reading a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, and she talks about dealing with rejection. 
She gives an example of how artists, particularly actors and writers, deal with rejection as part of the nature of the business. Julia goes on to say that when rejection comes, you simply want to ask the question, what's next? So the next time you don't score that project with a client or that friendship didn't work out or you didn't get that job, ask yourself, what's next? The second fear is the fear of failure. None of us has a crystal ball to see into the future. None of us. We will never experience the fullness of life until we decide to take a risk. So if you don't get that promotion at work, guess what? It's okay. You have your receipts to demonstrate your qualifications. Also, while you have this backup, you can also have your oar in the water to acquire a new position. You haven't failed. It means that it wasn't in your life's plan at this moment. It could be for a myriad of reasons that you were rejected. But don't beat yourself up about it. The third fear is being afraid of what others think about you. Let's say you desire to pursue a new career or hobby. Go for it. While those close to you may see your dreams as far-fetched and unreasonable, keep pursuing them anyway because other people will often project their fears onto you. Like one of the lyrics says in one of my favorite 80s songs by Holland Oates, I can't go for that. No, no, no can do I. I am not giving in to someone else's fear. So what do we do about all of this? Well, there are three things. Just like there's fall maintenance that we must perform on our physical homes. If you have a house, you've got to prepare for the winter. If you're in an apartment, you can do the same. There are a few housekeeping items that you must perform in order to winterize your home. Number one, prepare your deck, balcony, and patio furniture. Get the right equipment. For example, if you have a balcony or a patio, you're going to get some cover sheets that can withstand the inclement weather that's coming. You know the snow is coming. You know the freezing rain is coming. So you want to protect your furniture so that it can withstand all of this so that you will have it for next year as well. Just like you prepare for that patio, you got to prepare yourself for rejection for the winter season by protecting it. You also want to prepare yourself for rejection. This by no means indicates that you're being negative. Rejection, like change, is a constant in life. But with the right mindset and tools to but with the right mindset and tools to cope, you will know how to move forward and keep going. When you receive that rejection in the form of a letter, email, or conversation, get on with the program. As they say in the theater, the show must go on. Another thing is that other people's rejection is God's or the universe's protection. Rejection is helpful. It could reveal something that you need to refine or practice in order to get really good at a particular skill. It could also reveal that acquiring this friendship, business partner, getting this new job or whatever it is, is not right for you at this time or that your values just are not aligned. And this is fine because people have different priorities. We all have different priorities. Getting rejected now will relieve lots of time, pain, and heartache later. Don't allow this fear of rejection to get you to the point where you're in despair and don't move at all. 
It can help you get better at a particular skill, make a better product, provide a better service, be a better friend, be a better romantic partner, whatever it is. We all need encouragement when we're rejected too. So find ways to make you smile throughout your day. It could be exploring your inner child through coloring, skipping, playing frisbee. Yes, I know skipping is extreme. It's something that I do quite well, but I do do this. Something about it that just shifts my mood right away. The bottom line is to do something totally unrelated to what you're concerned with at the moment. Also, track your wins, write them down. This way you can look back at what you've achieved so far. You could put this on paper or on a voice memo, on your phone. Stay the course, stay the course. I forget what movie this is from, but that line comes to mind whenever I'm feeling down like this. But remember, there are a myriad of other reasons why things didn't work out, but your job is simply to feel the pain, learn from the experience, and ask, what's next? Number two, clean your gutters. Similar to clearing out those leaves in the gutter so that rain and snow won't flood the inside of your house, unclog the filters of your mind. Get on with the program. Remove any filters that could be blocking your ability to move forward. People will often project their fears off on to you. Don't fall for it. Don't allow what others think about you to get in the way of your journey. So go get that new job. Go get that new client. Go pursue that new career. Number three, protect your pipes. When that frozen rain and snow comes those pipes will burst. But if you prepare now, you will prevent the expense of having to repair and replace next year or immediately. And who wants to be stuck with all that in the dead of winter? It's the same with protecting your expectations and boundaries. Don't allow others to manage your expectations and boundaries. Do not be concerned about what others think about you. Prepare and be proactive. For instance, say you have a certain project to perform for a client by a set deadline. However, you're constantly getting interrupted with minor commitments and priorities from those closest to you. Here's the thing. You can be proactive going forward by letting them know that things will be hectic in the coming days and will make arrangements for meeting up at a specific day and time. This way, you will prevent hurting feelings. In turn, if you're constantly missing important family events due to a heavy workload, it could be time to have a conversation with your boss. Present reasonable solutions that would not get in the way of deadlines so that you can cherish valuable time with those whom you love instead of overworking. Even answering text messages and responding to the notifications, responding to phone notifications at every whim, can also be a hindrance. It could be a distraction. For example, I received a text message from a person who did not appreciate it when I conveyed that I could not continue an inappropriate conversation. Unfortunately, the other person was not happy due to me creating boundaries and stating that I didn't wish to participate because it didn't align with my values. The person's response was brash 
but I chose not to heighten the situation. My thought was simply, the gas lamp is on and it's well lit. In other words, don't allow anyone to gaslight you because you set healthy boundaries for yourself. Everything that you do, every boundary, every expectation that you set for yourself is to preserve your space mentally and physically. So don't give up. The year ain't over yet. We're beginning again on October 1st. So stay on track with this fall maintenance checklist and you will be fine. And until next time, take great care of yourselves and live clutter-free. I'll talk with you soon.